Welcome to another episode of the 50 Shades of NBA podcast. This is your host, Trey. I'm Nathan. And we're here on episode 40, a.k.a. the mm-hmm. uh, what the what podcast is it, Nathan? It is the Sean Kemp podcast. Or, more importantly, and much, much, much better, the Udonis Haslam podcast. Ooh, okay. You, you said that I was going to get smashed by... Uh, purely because of your player pick for the podcast. I thought you were going to go with uh, Aaron Aflalo. No. <laughs> okay. Did he play for the Knicks, Aaron Aflalo? Let me look you up, Aaron. You, you check I'll, that I'll out. This you website provides that information. You know, it, yeah. it's been two weeks since we, I will say, we, it's been two weeks since we've done the podcast. Um, we just kind of needed this time to recharge. We had some Alaska trips. We had some Sioux City, Iowa mm-hmm. trips. You know, you, you tell me which one's cooler, but... Uh, we we have to cover a lot here. We're covering the NBA draft and we're covering NBA free agency. It's mostly done at this point. All the big names are kind of gone. Uh, mm-hmm. I think win on a couple. The the best shooting decide, guard left but... is Austin Rivers. So it's not looking great no, for any team who has yet to make a move or still needs to make serious moves. Oh, like uh, the Sixers? Yeah, like the team that signed Montrez Harrell to a contract after he let them go from the player option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't believe Montrez yeah, Harrell that one back make in sense. Philadelphia. i very shocked, too. I was excited about it last year, uh, I remember, but all for nothing. But yeah. maybe that had to do with Doc. Who knows? I don't know, dog. I just, I just know that there shouldn't be a world where Montrez Harrell is getting minutes over Paul Reed if Paul Reed returns to the Sixers. Paul Reed. Paul Reed. Did Talk you did you later. see so Paul Reed signed a what three year thirty three million dollar? Thirty twenty seven? Uh, twenty three. Twenty three three year thirty twenty three yeah. million dollar contract with the Jazz. Yep. He's a restricted free agent, so the Sixers have the right to match. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm I they should do because that's a great deal for a Paul Reed. But did you see um what the option is, like the special thing in the contract? Uh Oh, something with like team success. Are you referring to that? Yes, I am. Yeah. Specifically, Paul Reed, if his team that he's on reaches the conference semifinals, his contract mm-hmm. becomes guaranteed for all three. And if yep. it doesn't, his uh, contract's only guaranteed for one year. Yeah. Something that definitely wouldn't happen if he's on the, most likely wouldn't happen if he's on the Jazz. They probably won't make the second round of no, the playoffs. Not as currently constructed. But in Philadelphia, oh. it's the only thing we can get to. So it's like a, if mm-hmm. Philadelphia is signing on for three, but the Jazz would only have to sign on for one to mess with them. Yep. So I think it's, it's really, good. It's, good. it's a really funny contract, especially since it's Danny Ainge, that piece of human garbage. Um, and he's who, been great to us so far. No, he's been great. And I'm sure Danny Ainge <laughs> is a nice person. Uh, and he's a really great GM, at least in uh, asset accumulation specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just super, it's super weird that I've never seen that happen in another contract. So it's kind of, thanks Danny. One more, one more thing to mess with the Sixers is mm-hmm. one more thing to add to the list of why you don't like them. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that being said, Philadelphia would be stupid not to match that. Mm-hmm. Such a good deal. Indeed they would. It's such a good deal. Yeah. I mean, it is four and a half minutes a night. He was averaging way better numbers than what he should have. He was not playing. I don't four have and him pulled minutes. up in front of me. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I will look it up I for you. I saw that on a tweet. 
right, was not it four and a half anyway. minutes. He was playing. He, was he playing, definitely didn't get the minutes he deserved. He was playing over ten minutes last year for us. Uh, okay, I don't I'm know where I got guarantee. that from. My bad. I'm willing to guarantee. He's never. He's never. Okay. His lowest season. He was playing seven minutes. Last year he was playing eleven minutes for us. Ten point nine to be exact. Averaging four yeah. points, three point eight rebounds. And 0.7 blocks and assists. I'm pretty sure. Let me Word. actually check that one. But Yep, 0.7 blocks and, and steals. Sorry, mm-hmm. not blocks and assists. Blocks and steals, what I meant to say. That's a per 36 yeah. at 14 points, 13 rebounds, 2 blocks, 2 steals, and 5.9 fouls per game at per 36. And he'll be a great addition to the Utah Jazz. He won't be playing on the Jazz. In no world do, does Philadelphia... In no world is Philadelphia dumb enough to not sign Paul Reed. Debatable. Debatable. Um, but Debatable. it was actually recently uh, to be determined. It was Paul Reed's birthday. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, about I like, did not. 20, when was his birthday? Twenty-four days ago, something like that. I wrote an article about it. Okay. It was titled "Happy Word. B-Ball Paul Day to All." B-Ball Paul. That is a great nickname, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um. On the note of birthdays, it was also my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Uh, on June 25th. Happy so birthday. a little bit ago. But. Happy birthday, Mrs. Mueller. Yeah. Mama Mueller. I'd play that then. You scare me. Yeah. Not actually. No, but, she, but, she but scares a little bit. me. But a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's inappropriate here. But like I was saying, but, we yeah. got to get into the NBA draft because we don't have a whole lot of time. Mm-hmm. And because this one's coming out today, which is Sunday, but we're recording on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We probably aren't going to have one that comes out on Wednesday, and then we'll probably hop back on to a normal track yep. on, when, on the following Wednesday. Yep. So, so just case, so you guys know and are aware. Yeah. But thank you guys for waiting two weeks for us to make this this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. We do appreciate it. Hopefully we make it worth the wait. Uh, You know, probably not. We probably suck, to be fair. I mean, if it's anything like the TikTok that I posted, then yeah. <laughs> I'm That's, I'm convinced uh, they don't want us to be great. Yeah, 29 views, 29, bro. What I, is that scam? Listen, that's only the ones for you though. Like mine are fine. Man. Anyways, NBA draft. NBA draft. Uh, first and mm-hmm. foremost, Victor Wembanyama was taken first overall. Mm-hmm. No surprise. Brandon Miller was taken second overall, and Scoot Henderson was taken third overall, which I think is what we both settled on in our mock draft that we did. I didn't get a single pick right after that. Did you? What was? Did you get a pick right after that? I I did have the four. I did have a Men Thompson going okay. to the Rockets, and then looking at it, um, doesn't look great. Doesn't look from great. there on out. I just had people. Um, oh wait, yeah, I had a uh, the Jazz drafting Taylor Hendricks at nine. Oh look at you, fifty percent right. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, I was proud of that. That's pretty I good. Was proud of that. I was, and not... I blamed the organization for not having. My draft board be perfect. So. <laughs> perfect. I was not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I only got those first three picks right. Um, I re- I even I think I said that Amen Thompson's probably who they're going to go with, but it's just not who they should yeah. go with. Uh, I think I had them yeah. picking Cam Whitmore, who fell a crazy mm-hmm. amount in this draft. I think he was in the twenties, right? He indeed was in the twenties. He fell, yeah, right at twenty to the Rockets. So he ended up going to them anyway. Just. That's way right. later. Yeah, I, that would steal the pick for the Rockets. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know what caused Cam Whitmore to fall that far. He was really like that top four, top Injury six, worries. eight, and it's just like, yeah, gone. Yeah, it it just had to do with health concerns, really. So, I don't know. I, I mm-hmm. thought he would have, at the very least, after he fell out of the top ten, be taken in in the teens somewhere. Granted, he was just right outside of it at twenty, but still, I, I think he will make a lot of heads turn and uh organizations be like, damn, we messed up. Yeah. That kid's I, great. I'm I'm on um great's a strong word. I'm not the biggest fan of Cam Whitmore's game. Uh but I do think he's probably one of the top fifteen to top ten players in this mm-hmm. draft. So I think it was kind of crazy. Yeah, potential wise. Like I like yeah. him I like him more than I like Jet Howard. I like him more than I like Casey Wallace. I like him more than I like Taylor Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Uh I like him more than I like Anthony Black, but that's just right now. I think Anthony Black has a chance to be better mm-hmm. than him overall. Um, mm-hmm. I like him more than I like both the Thompson twins, but again, I think that's probably just a right now thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know how much I like the G league or the, the over what overtime elite league. Is that what they were overtime on? elite? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's super. I've never seen, we've never had anyone go that route before to the NBA. So I'm, I'm definitely a little wary of mm-hmm. it. I want to see how they translate. Mm-hmm. I do know just seeing, um, stats and stuff on Twitter from a men's first game. Really good stat line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they won or not. It doesn't really matter. It's summer league anyhow. But, yeah, he he seemed to, anyway, adjust pretty well from the rookie class and, you know, year two guys or whatever. So it's promising to see. I uh, don't know how his brother's doing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I will say, summer league is awesome. But there, I don't remember mm-hmm. what t- team this guy was going to play for. But Jabari uh, Parker was supposed to have a comeback into the summer league, and I I think he couldn't because of injury or something. Yeah. But Jabari Walker was supposed to be in the summer league, and I had um, I didn't I don't have a friend. Uh, a YouTuber I watched, Click Productions, was flying out to, mm-hmm. to a game so he could watch Click. Jabari Parker. Uh, yeah. Jabari Parker play. But uh, Jabari Parker, you know, what a goat. Now that's that's a strong take. Like he's probably better than Jordan. Might be, might be. Joey Chestnut's actually uh way better than Jordan. True. Most dominant athlete of all time. Speaking of Jordan, I gotta I gotta do one thing, and we're gonna. I promise we're gonna go back to the draft. But I was playing two K, okay. and I, I started like a franchise in the Michael Jordan draft, and I ended up getting Jordan. I was trying to get yep. Hakeem. I had the second overall pick, but the Bulls took Hakeem instead of Jordan. Mm-hmm. So I drafted Jordan. Oh my god. And Jordan, like, you know the peak end, peak start age that's now in 2K? Mm-hmm. His peak end was 23, super young. And I was kind of like, oh, whatever. Or his peak start, I mean, where he stopped uh, where he stopped progressing. Mm-hmm. He just stayed where he was. Was that okay. 23? His peak end age was at 24 for some reason in that save. And so at 24, he just dropped from, an, dirty. He dropped from an 89 to an 85. And the next year, he dropped to an 81 at 26. Oh, it they, was so they, weird. They couldn't have been a, a Jordan fan. I, that was I like personal. To I was them. so confused. I was like, Scottie Pippen. What happened? I was like, where did this? Yeah. Happen? But other than that, yeah, in what world? Yeah. Interesting. I, I guess in, in that universe, then uh, LeBron definitely had more more rings. Uh, I actually I haven't gotten to the LeBron draft yet. <laughs> okay. And I think Jordan That's finished a, with five rings. On that. Wow! Still even being a. Mid mid eighties. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I drafted David Robinson, wow. as well. Okay. So David Robinson, Jordan had like one Finals MVP, but David Robinson had four. 
right. Yeah. That, that makes more sense. Yeah. So it was weird. That's I just, I in. said it, I was like, stop that. So I like said it to like eight, mm-hmm. uh, the peak end of like 28 <laughs> or something. Cause I was like, yeah, listen, if you wanted to be young, fine, but you're not taking away Jordan from me when he's 24 Literally. years old. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. You're, you're going to digress every year. By yeah, the time like, he's 27, like a 75. He'd be literally. like a 75. Like he was an 81 at 26. That's ridiculous. He 100% would have been like a 75 at 27. That's personal. I was just yeah, like, what that is, is happening? Personal right there. But yeah. The 2K don't oh do that. Oh my gosh. But I thought it was super mm-hmm. cool. I thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, I guess Jordan won't be the GOAT. I made him the GOAT anyway, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But going back to the NBA draft, because I, I just got lost there with my whole 2K no, you're good. explanation. Uh, who who did you love out of there? Because, you know, some of them have had great, you know, summer leagues. Some of them haven't, like Victor, who people were calling a bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, ready. It might be it might be a little bit of a homer pick, but Keontae George at 16. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He just finished, again, it's summer league. He just finished uh, the summer league game with the Jazz over the Clippers and dropped 30. And at halftime, I saw he had seven assists. So that's a really promising pick, especially right in the middle of uh, the first round. And then we we kind of talked about him a little bit later or a little bit earlier with Cam Whitmore going to the Rockets at 20. Yep. And then I, I did like Chris Murray out of Iowa going to the Blazers as well. Pick 23 right before the yeah. Kings pick. So they couldn't I know. reunite Chris and Keegan. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I did really like that one. Um, and then, again, I did like um, the Heat, their pick at 18 with uh, Jaime, Jaime uh, out of UCLA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That dude is a bucket. He'll be good. Um, and then just looking at the rest of the top 30, no one else really stuck out to me out as far as draft position and talent, if that makes sense. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I got for you. Okay, I can go in on that outside the top 30. I will say, um, yeah. I'm a fan of pick 25 to the Grizzlies with mm-hmm. Marcus Sasser. He never really okay. a, like excelled to that next level that everyone wanted from him, but he was still a solid point guard yeah. for Houston. So I like that, and I like the Bryce Sensabaugh pick for the Jazz at 28. That's what's up. And obviously, I'm, I'm in love with the Drace Walker pick to the to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. I, yep. And Yeah, he, he definitely, uh, what do you call it? I think I had him going... Yeah, I had him at five. I had him at five so as well. He only dropped two, but still. Or oh, I three. messed that up. He dropped, yeah, he dropped three, <laughs> but still. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was looking at the. I wish we had like a live, a live video that they could look at because they would have seen me be yeah. Matt's Yeah, the, the puzzling faces. The facial yeah. expressions alone, I think, that go on in this podcast are at least click worthy. We're robbing them. We're robbing them of some content here, but that's okay. We had to keep some for mm-hmm. ourselves. So exactly. I'll go into the second round on some guys that I really, 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 really loved. Um, mm-hmm. First and foremost, pick 38 was Jordan Walsh. He went to the Celtics. Well, he, Kings dra- trade to Celtics. Um, I think that that was an excellent pick. I think Jordan Walsh is very, very real NBA level defense. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Matisse Thibel, except in a, like a stronger frame, I feel like. Uh, so that, that's mm-hmm. a really good pick. I like the Leonard Miller pick, uh, pick 33. He went to the Timberwolves from the Spurs. Uh, it's not my favorite pick, but Leonard Miller is a very solid. He's going to be a very solid NBA player for a minute. 
And then we can mm-hmm. really get into players that I've gone deep in, like deep dives onto. First and foremost, pick mm-hmm. 41. The Charlotte Hornets took Amari Bailey. If Jaime Jaquez hadn't been at UCLA, uh, I feel mm-hmm. like Amari Bailey 110% would have been a surefire first round, maybe even a lottery pick. Okay. Wow. I think he's so freaking That's high good. Um, he yeah. has a really weird three-point jump shot. It's the weirdest in probably the league now where it mm-hmm. looks different every time. Like he has a fully different form every time he shoots <laughs> it, man. And I swear to God, I don't know how, but it's like a, he's like a 40% shooter in college. That's hilarious. Um, his defense, he has super quick body. He can cover basically any driving guard. He can kick, like keep up with perimeter players. Very mm-hmm. real defense. I think his finishing ability is solid. I think he over dribbles a lot, which is why I think he fell to the second round. And then also he was a fourth scoring mm-hmm. option for them. And I feel like he is a, he wants to score the ball. Um, apparently he was also in a famous reality TV show, which I learned while researching him. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. It was like following Amari. It was like raising an NBA star. And it was Amari Bailey was the, was the person. So I don't, I don't know. But I think he kind of reminds me of a big baller brand with LeVar, how they had their mm-hmm. reality TV show. Except they were way but bigger continue. than this, obviously. But uh, mm-hmm. I love Amari Bailey, and I think him going to UCLA, going to a real, like, hard school, really spoke a lot to, like, the person that he was. Because instead of going to some, like, G League Knight or Overtime Elite League as, like, that already that star mm-hmm. person of, like, Hey, look at me. Like I'm already on a reality TV show and I'm already a big star and everyone Mm -hmm. already knows my name. He went to a place where he was going to be the fourth offensive option where he was going to just have to like know his role and do his role. And I think that that probably did a lot for him. I think Hmm. he's going to be a lockdown defender. I see him a lot as, um, ironic, uh, DeAnthony Melton for the Sixers. Okay. A three point shooter with some of the best like guard defensive, uh, like instincts in the entire league. So I love mm-hmm. that pick for the Hornets. The next one I really, really love in the second round. Uh, this one is super biased, but the Clippers drafted Jordan Miller from Miami. Love this guy. Love Jordan Miller. He's mm-hmm. played, I think, three years for Miami. He was like two years for like a different college, like George Washington, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about Jordan Miller the other day. And apparently he mm-hmm. redshirted for half the year, his freshman year at George Washington. And then they took away his red shirt about halfway through and he was averaging 10 and seven immediately. Super weird, super okay. weird thing. Um, love that for him though. And then he's a, he's a very good defender. He improved his three point shot a lot. His final year at Miami, he helped them make their only, I think it was a final four appearance, but you know, call me a fake mm-hmm. fan. I think it was a final four appearance. He also helped them make it to the Elite Eight last year. Um, Jordan Miller's mm-hmm. great player, older guy, but he has that uh that that leadership you want. Um, pick fifty five, also from Miami, Isaiah Wong to the Pacers. Uh, he's mm-hmm. also got that leadership. He played five years. Um, he's a Philly guy, high school, so gotta love him already. But I think he's an yep, excellent gotta finisher. Got to appreciate the support. Yep, got he's an excellent finisher. He's super athletic, super fast. Mm-hmm. In every interview I watch of him, it looks like he's reading off a script, and he's really not. Like he just is. Like mm-hmm. he talks like that, and it's probably my favorite thing in the world. And then my, my final steal of the of the second round here is pick fifty, Keontae Johnson. He ended up going to the Thunder. 
Uh, Keontae Johnson was a really big feel-good story. Uh, mm-hmm. He had an option to... So he played at the University of Florida, and then he took... Yep. Something happened on the court where he collapsed on the court, basically. He was, like, medically, like, was done, probably. They had to get him to the hospital. He had to have CPR. He almost passed away on the court. It was super scary. And then the next year, he came back to Florida, and he was basically, like, a, a coach-type player. Mm-hmm. I don't think he really played that entire time. And then he finished his degree at Florida... And then he ended up having this option, and it was like a $3 million thing with the NCAA. Yeah, where he would just settlement. never play basketball again, but would get $3 million. Instead, he transferred to Kansas State and took 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 it, took it the college basketball world by storm. He was excellent mm-hmm. at Kansas State. He put on a lot of muscle while he was away. So he's just a big guy. Like, he is, I think he's like, He's well over 230 pounds, if I remember right. Uh, He's shot like 45, 50% on catch-and-shoot threes last year. Mm. But I also think he's only he only took like two shots that weren't catch-and-shoot threes. Yeah. Um, You know what? That's okay. Can't really make his own shot. He likes to drive to the basket a lot. He lowers his shoulder a lot, and he gets a lot of charges called against him. But he has very real defense. He can play like he can defend two through four probably because he's so strong. I love the way he plays the game. Uh, his catch and shoot is super real. It's super fluid. I just really enjoy Keontae Johnson for for the Thunder at pick fifteen. I like it. Oh, and Chris, I do Chris have Livington. a question. Oh, give it to me. Okay, so it's a guy who like a couple of years ago in high school was, you know, compared to oh maybe being the next Kevin Durant. I hope you know who I'm already talking Amani about. Amani Bates. Amani Bates. Amani Bates. What uh, what are your thoughts about him? Yeah, going to the Cavs at 49. So Amani Bates um, was someone I got excited about a lot for the 76ers. And in reality, Amani Bates, I watched a lot of film actually on Amani Bates around draft time. Mm-hmm. He is the best pure shooter in this draft. His jumper is smooth. His hips are super fluid on drives and step backs and everything. Yeah. Just incredibly, like, able at Eastern Michigan, like, to just get a bucket from wherever you want it. He would just be like, yeah, I'm shooting. I'm, you know, 40 mm-hmm. feet away, whatever. And he'd go in. Yeah. His step backs, his, his dribble moves, he plays like he's, like, literally just a full-blown, like, he's in a pickup game sometimes. That being mm-hmm. said, that is the only positive I have about Amani Bates as a <laughs> basketball player. I don't know anything about the guy. I'm sure he's a great guy, and I don't want to yeah. smirch his name. And I, I obviously, I hope that I'm wrong, and I hope he becomes a superstar and gets max contracts and makes mm-hmm. money because that's what I want for every player who got drafted. Yeah. But that being said, have you ever watched him try to drive to the basket, Nathan? I have not. He misses every single attempt. He he'll overextend his drives and try to like use his offhand to finish, and it, it, he'll airball layups constantly. Oh, he like if anyone with any sort of strength, like he, I've seen, because he's like six foot eight or something. He's he's lanky. He's super mm-hmm. tall. I've seen like six foot guards manhandle him when he tries to post him up. Yep, 
I've seen him. I, over, I have no words. For that. I've seen him over dribble into corners and then just kind of like turn the ball over. I've seen mm-hmm. him like drive and have three different like a power forward, a small forward, and a center all like covering the paint while he's trying to drive for no reason. And yeah. he just refuses to pass the ball and fi- tries to finish with his offhand, which he can't do. He can't finish with his you know right hand, but he can't, also can't finish with the left. Um, mm-hmm. I on defense, atrocious, atrocious. I think is how you say it. <laughs> Non-existent. Non-exi- yeah. I've saw uh, multiple times at, at Eastern Michigan, just completely lost, not even knowing what he's doing. They'll be in a zone, and he has to cover his zone. He covers neither zone, or he'll like leave someone open, and they'll pass it to mm-hmm. the other person, so he'll cover the original person. Or he'll just forget he's playing defense and there'll just be two open shooters that he's not covering while watching the play. He just is yeah. checked out. But also, I don't know how much of that was Eastern Michigan because where else were they going to get mm-hmm. offensive buckets from if he's not testing yeah. up for those plays? If he's not the one doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes I, sense. I just, I just don't understand. Um, yeah. But he's not... good. Like I've seen point guards who are six foot Mm-hmm. Drive to the basket on him and just bully him. Mm-hmm. Just whatever they want, they can get that shot. Uh, he can't yeah. go around screens. He doesn't try to go around screens. He can't go under screens because that's too much effort sometimes on defense. Mm-hmm. He just like he doesn't play defense in any way. He's worse than Trey Young. Yeah, I think I think Trey Young, if they were like playing just ones instead of ones and twos, I think Trey Young would beat him. In a game of one on one, it's tough. that sent. Like I, I think Trey Young would yeah. manhandle this man on defense. Okay, it's it's rough. It's really bad. I appreciate that though. I really do. Yeah, I actually by the, the end of the, by the end of the time of watching Amani Bates' film, I was very set on the Sixers yeah. not drafting. I was happy when he went to the Cavs and not the Sixers. Mm-hmm. There you go. I respect it. If they just sit him in the corner it. and he just takes threes, they'll go in. But if they yeah. have him do anything other than that, or if they give him the feel that he that, can yeah. do anything other than that, it's over. Like, he's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. But word. Yeah. I did oh. see something just, again, on Amani. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, sources, questionable, but they they made a video on him and sat there and watched it for a couple minutes, but... They're like, he, the the person recording it, he's like, I, I don't feel like he's evolved his game since he got all the he hype hasn't. all those years he ago. Hasn't. And they, they would just do little clips and like highlights or in, in this case, low lights to kind of prove the argument. And like, man, he, re- he genuinely hasn't changed a thing. He's the same player. From where he was in, uh, yeah, like in his early teens to where he's at right now coming he's- out. He's but. the exact same player he was at 16, which is still mm-hmm. better than any than we ever will be ever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then again, kind of on that note, I I do feel bad for him because he did get a lot of hype. He's coming out, you know, at such a young age, and you would just hope that doesn't get to young players. But maybe, you know, in his case, it did. I don't know the dude. I don't know his circumstances yeah. or anything like that, but it's something you wonder about. Yeah. All right. Good draft coverage. Um, since the summer league has kicked off and we're in full effect of it, um, we're going to look at 
some of the summer league performances. I know the first one that kind of took a lot of the NBA community by storm was uh, Brandon Miller's debut. And he put up 18 and then six fouls and seven turnovers. Um, I think so far the summer league, it's, it's going to be the story and summer league of overreacting to lackluster performances. Cause one, you can't, can't get that many fouls, you know, yeah. in an actual NBA, the, the summer league allows a little more flexibility for the young stars, but seven or eight fouls he's for summer not league to foul out. No, I don't remember. Okay. To be honest. Yeah. They have a lot of leeway though, but I mean, he's not going to be going out there coming seven a night, like on average, he'll have LaMelo ball who just signed a huge contract. Um, doing a lot more of the ball handling for him. I like, I don't know who is on that mm-hmm. summer league roster for the Hornets, but I would just imagine your number two pick in the draft is probably going to be the highlight and vocal point of yeah. the offense. But I agree yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I okay, feel like so summer league itself is just such a, like if you're, if the, if your player that you draft and you're rooting for plays bad, you're just like, Oh, like it's just summer league. But if they play great, you're yeah. like, he's the goat, you know? Yeah. And it's always like Running that. This town. It's always like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Do you remember when Brandon Clark was the best player in the summer league and won summer league MVP and was just like, he's he's fine in the NBA? Yeah. Or a better I mean, example is when Kevin backup. Knox the second was the MVP of summer mm-hmm. league or when Lonzo Ball was the MVP of summer league. Like, I was like, going to say that 2017 Summer League Lakers. Yeah, like, it's just, you know, it's whatever. Like, it's Summer League, and I'm happy to see mm-hmm. players play, but I'm just not putting, mm-hmm. like, all of my freaking, uh, like, belief in them. By the way, it's 10 fouls in the Summer mm-hmm. League. It's 10 fouls. 10? Yeah, do you know why I know that? Oh, my gosh. Why? Because a player fouled out in 27 minutes. That's... Honestly, impressive. It's even better. It's a, it's a Utah Jazz player. Ah, uh, who was it? Agbaji. Oh no, I love him. I do too. But yeah, twenty-seven him. minutes, ten fouls against the Sixers the other night. That's so bad. It's really, it's really funny. What are you though. doing? It's really funny though. He gave <laughs> Jaden Springer hilarious. ten free throws. Oh my gosh! So Jaden Springer's been nice for the Sixers in summer league on everything except for offense. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's okay. But you have four other players. Yeah, he had on six the court with he, you. He had six steals the other night. Also, Turkavion Smith okay. has been that guy mm-hmm. for Philadelphia Summer League. And I'll be honest mm. with you, that's one of the players I wanted the Sixers to trade up back into the second round with, and they got him on a two way deal instead. So mm-hmm. I'm happy about it. They also got Ricky Council. There you go. Even better. Ricky Council. Okay. Yeah. So is that also another two way deal? Yep, another two way deal. So I'm happy about it. Also, mm-hmm. Philip Petrusev finally came over. From wherever he was playing, I can't remember where, but we drafted him mm-hmm. a couple years ago. So now he's finally here playing mm-hmm. in summer league. There you go. Happy Trey. I like Phil Petrusev. I uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a well-known thing for Sixers fans that you're really down yeah. bad when you're watching Petrusev highlights, and that's what I was doing about like oh, a week ago. Lord. So okay, and a little bit in the NBA lull of news and all that. Yeah, but he's finally he here, kept, and he's you know he's fine. I think he was like four for seven the other night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing bad. Word. Nothing bad. I like that kid. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, do you wanna do you, you, you want to talk to me about Mr. Wemby? 
I'll talk to you about Mr. Wemby. So Mr. Wemby, uh, okay. one of his security guards got in trouble with Britney Spears the other night. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. That was so I funny. Think, I think he, the security funny, guard, like, but, you know. yeah, it's pretty random, which makes it funny, but it's not funny because, mm-hmm. like, hey, be nice. Don't hit women. Yeah. But apparently Britney Spears came up behind yep. and, like, grabbed onto Wemby's shoulder, like, tapped on it or something to, like, get a photo with Wemby. And then uh, the guard backhanded Britney Spears. And all yep. I'm seeing now is a like Vic, Victor had a really awful summer league debut and was getting manhandled. Yes, he missed like he just By missed Brittany the dunk. Stans. And then all over Twitter, it was just mm-hmm. Britney stands like don't mess with with Britney. <laughs> it was impressive, and I was like, wow, like well, they rallied. Yeah, I'm like, how 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 is Victor trending right now because of Britney Spears fans? But yeah, he had a, he had a rough summer league, but. Debut at least, mm-hmm. but who cares? Like he's Victor. He's a dog. Like you know this mm-hmm. guy. He's like seven yeah. foot four and a half without shoes on. Mm-hmm. Dog, yep. just a dog, straight up. I mean, he's a, he's a dude who, when he what like two three years ago was getting buckets on a prime Rudy Gobert who was in the middle of his back to back Defensive Player of the Year mm-hmm. uh, era with the Jazz. Like he's getting buckets on that guy, and that's a sixteen. Nah, he'll be fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He yeah. worked on his three no, pointers with Steph. Like, yeah, this guy is like basketball Jesus. Mm-hmm. At least, at least in and, terms of hype. Yeah, in terms of height and like what you see on paper. Yeah, he's just. I mean, he's, he's the dude. He's probably. I will like. I don't know what it was like when LeBron was drafted, but I assume it wasn't mm-hmm. this big. I think obviously social media and internet a little more presence mm-hmm. with that helps, but like there's so many people when Victor was at the peak of his, his hype with uh, the draft process that were generally genuinely saying uh, he was a more hyped prospect than, than LeBron was he coming really out. He might be cause he's that. Yeah. He's all that in a bag of chips, right? I mean, he's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, mm-hmm. The overreaction to the Wemby thing is really funny, especially because I do believe he's going to have an incredible career, like Hall of Fame level career. I cannot wait to play 2K with Wemby. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a cheat code. Yeah, no kidding. It's going to be stupid. People yeah. are like, don't play the Spurs. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, literally. I'm playing you the Spurs. Want me, uh, play a team who was the worst or yeah, worst league or worst team in the West. I'll drop 50 with Keldon Johnson, 70 with yeah. Victor Wemby. What do you got, dude? A bucket. Devin Vassell will drop a two. Bucket. And I'll still win. There you go. Yeah, I think uh, no, that'll be a. That's gonna be a fun team to yeah, watch. I think probably the thing I've been thinking about the most is how insanely, just how incredibly the Spurs have won the Dejounte Murray trade. Because they didn't mm-hmm. trade for the pick that they used for Wemby, but they basically did. Because without trading Dejounte, they wouldn't have had odds for the first overall pick. Touche. Yeah, I, it's just yep. it's very true, and we'd be watching Wemby in Charlotte or something, and that'd be, I'll be honest with mm-hmm. you, I just wouldn't be excited. Nobody wants that. No, I wouldn't be either. It'd be like gross. Mm-hmm. Rooting against Wemby. I think but, uh, a lot of that we've talked about it before uh, comes from the Greg Popovich effect, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And Greg Pop also just signed a five-year contract extension yeah, today. Yeah, nice. So, for at least the foreseeable future. It's going to be popping and Wemby, you know, running things down in San Antonio. 
Yeah, it's going to be too good. It's going to be too good. I'm excited to watch NBA basketball this season. Um, probably more excited mm-hmm. to watch I'm, other teams that aren't mine than I more than I ever have. That's where I was this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fair. I, it's, jazz, it's, yeah. When you have a certain level of depression about your own team, you just get excited about other teams. Mm-hmm. And James Harden's mm-hmm. making me have depression about my own team. So that's whatever. That's fine. Yeah. It's cool. Absolutely. <laughs> it's over here. I love it. Had my mic muted so I could cuss over here, guys. I was going to say, maybe it's a good thing that uh, we didn't have a, the face cam on. Yeah. Or a face cam <laughs> in general, because I, I don't know how well uh, you would have been able to hide the the mouthing of yeah. some explicit I think words. The, I think right they there. just, I, anyone would have just been able to tell what I just said. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But at this point, yeah. you guys um, can just take a guess. Also, it's 11-11, Nathan. Make a wish. I wish for Wemby to have a long and successful career that, that in five years is in Philadelphia. Okay, I like it. I like it. Mine's a little more shallow. I just want the Jazz to win a championship before 2030 or by 2030. I would like Philadelphia to win a championship before I die, and that's about all I care about. Okay, fair enough. Respect that. That or the Titans. That. I would accept one or the other. I would take the Jags too. I actually, you know what? I said it in high school, kind of off track here, but said in high school, I was like, by the year 2030, Jags are going to be a, a Super Bowl champion. It looks good coming off of last year. Bro, we lost by the Chiefs by seven. Trevor Lawrence is about to have the hardest regression of any quarterback ever. No, don't you say that. You're a liar. Yeah, Lying. I'm Lying gonna, to the American public. I'm going to be right. And some people say. I don't remember. What did you. What did you jinx for me earlier in the year oh no it specifically had to do with uh the sixers series when they're up three two yeah yeah sixers Celtics series and i was like i you know i guarantee i I charles barkley do you dude you did like i guarantee that the (laughs) the sixers are gonna go on to uh the eastern conference final and i hate you uh yeah that was bad that was bad you're like don't say that you're (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. As far as I'm concerned, that you lost so us. Funny. You lost us a chance at the finals this year. I'll take that. I will take that. We could have beat the Heat. No, probably not. I think so. You don't think so? We lost the Celtics. If we can't so. beat the Celtics, we can't beat the Heat. Law, right, law of syllogism. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, summer leagues. Um. Uh, what's his face? Scoot Henderson also had a really good debut. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know what he finished with, but I did see that he, at the end of the first quarter, 13 points, three rebounds, three assists, 71 from the field and hundred percent from the three pointer. Um, this was last night and then he ended up getting shut down at least for his next game, just due to a shoulder injury, which is unfortunate, but those are crazy stats at the end of the first quarter. They really are to say the least. And then uh, another guy um, kind of talked about him earlier when in Amen Thompson, um, who also suffered a injury, uh, so he's going to be shut down for the next game at least. Another really good debut in the summer league. So it's cool to see the top four stars all really performing, more or less. I know Wemby he had his off night. Uh, Brandon Miller had a pretty decent bounce back game against the Spurs in the summer league, yeah. but. They're all, you know what, living up to expectations, at least so far. I can't believe that. I'm still Ochi Ekbaji fouled out with 10. I didn't realize it was 10. I thought That's it was like crazy. 7 or 8. 
Yeah, that's ridiculous. Also, if you Google Scoot Henderson Summer League stats, one of the uh, suggested questions yeah. is Scotty Henderson stats, and it shows Scoot Henderson stats. Because apparently oh, people have up. been messing up Scoot Henderson's name. So I just looked up Scoot's that real first up. name. It's Sterling. Sterling Scoot Henderson. Huh. Yep. Kind of sick, though. He was born in 2004. God. He is a year older than my siblings. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Depressing. Man, here we are covering him. He I like, guess that's when you know you've made it. <laughs> he is six months older than my little sister. Oh my gosh. Wow. Dog. We uh we really gotta get some growth hormones, leg extensions, and then get good at basketball. We suck. We are <laughs> doing nothing. I know. What the heck, dude? Buddy's making millions of dollars. What is he going to spend that on? Me. DC? Me. On spend Fortnite? it on me. Scoot. Come on. Scoot. He's <laughs> a Fortnite, Fortnite kid. His, his high school. Yeah. <laughs> they was, are Fortnite uh, kids, dude. His high school was affected by COVID. Oh, my. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. That is crazy. Oh, my Lord. Scoot Henderson's wow. high school was affected by COVID. Trey, eventually we'll be old heads reacting to players that get drafted who were affected by COVID in elementary school. Oh my, don't say that. That's <laughs> not, those kids don't uh, exist. That's ridiculous. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. They haven't, uh, they're not even a thought right now. They're like <laughs> middle schoolers right uh, now. Crazy dude. Literally. They're going to be drafted like oh five Oh my years. gosh. Was Bryce James's That's middle so school affected by COVID? Probably. Had to have been. Had to have been. That's ridiculous. I I'm blowing my mind. Sorry, there's so much like silence yeah. happening no, this, on the pod it, right this now. This could be a whole, a whole rabbit hole. It's because we're we're just in disbelief with a, uh, the concept of time. So really, what, Dam- Damian Lillard's like. 11th season was affected by COVID and Scoot Henderson's high school mm-hmm. graduation was affected by COVID. Mm-hmm. The math doesn't math to me. Doesn't add up. This is, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm it's still, kind of ridiculous. I can't even what? Yeah. But Trey, let me, let me tell you something a little more ridiculous. Give it to me. The fact Jeremy Grant is making $160 million on a five-year contract. It's crazy. Thanks for getting us back on, on, on yep. track here. I was, no, I got I was, you. I was going I down you. some dark holes. Yeah, no, brain. we could have gone down. We would have had a two-hour pod just about how ridiculous it is That's, uh, to think about that. Yeah, but anyway, okay, Jeremy okay, Grant. Okay. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant is on a five-year 160 yeah. contract. I don't think there's an option on it. There might be a player option. Uh, but what's really bad about this is that it literally like Jeremy Grant signed this contract and then an hour later Damian Lillard demanded yep. his trade. Mm-hmm. That's what did it for him. That's crazy. I can't. No, really. no, he was so like he clearly like was like you better resign Jeremy and then they did and he's like <laughs> deuces. Like, did you, like there's no way to to include that contract in anything because it's just there. Like you can't like do you just hold on to Dame. 
until Jeremy grants a creditable contract on like December 24th, January 15th time. And you're like, if you want Dame, you have to take Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, literally. I, I don't know though if Dame would even show up in a report. Not he, he said if he doesn't, he, you think? Yeah. He said he, uh, if he doesn't go to the Heat, he uh, he's not going to report to their training camp or whatever. Yeah, dog, that just I, kills I like your public perception so deeply. I don't think Ben Simmons was like the trial run for that, and we know where Ben Simmons is mm-hmm. now, so I don't think mm-hmm. that that's going to happen. Okay, I it's that's it's, fair. it's whatever. I don't. I think that, mm-hmm. that's probably the worst contract of free agency. Also. You see how it says on our sheet Dylan Brooks contract on here for our next worst contract? Yeah. It's different now. It's not yep. it's not four years eighty million. Eighty six. Eighty six million. For someone was in a bidding war for Dylan Brooks and now it's a four year eighty six million dollar contract. They're like eighty six million and then Mike D'Antoni somewhere was just like eighty two million to get them to get back mm-hmm. at them. So the Rockets have now signed hell. Jeremy Grant yeah. to a Four year, $86 million contract. Was that $21.5 million per year? Is that right? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, no, that's right on the head. Nail, nail on the head. Yeah. But okay. uh, I thought so. Literally a couple of weeks ago, month and a half, whatever, like people were talking about him being lucky to be in the league. Memphis was really apparent with how they felt about him and just said, we don't want, you know, you're not going with us in the future of you know the franchise's direction and after they got bounced in the playoffs his stock was so low so i was expecting anywhere from the range of 10 to 15 million i thought that would have been like the prime uh, peak 15 for what he would get but i don't know man 21.5 they had money to spend yeah they had money to spend and you're going with dylan brooks they spent it I'm just, blown, I'm, I'm yeah. just flabbergasted. Wisely, I'm just flabbergasted. They too. had such a good, they had such a good, uh, like draft, and they were finally yeah. like no, looking they, like they, they were really going. They're, they're finally looking like they're going in the right way for culture. Um, mm-hmm. I still, I still maintain that drafting a man Thompson doesn't do a lot for your culture, but it, it's still a good mm-hmm. pick, uh, like no matter what. And it you is. have Ime Odoka yeah. who has controversy but is just known as a good coach yeah yep got the celtics there uh to the championship lots of the warriors but and, what are you gonna do about that but yeah but at the coach. end of it then you decide to bring in someone who has been so pivotal in games for the grizzlies mm-hmm. and has been such like a leader in the locker room but is in mm-hmm. is in like such a negative light and i don't see players like coming out to defend him like have you seen John Morant yeah. or Desmond oh. Bain be like, no, oh, one Dylan Brooks is our locker dog. Room. Uh-huh. Uh, genuinely, I didn't even see uh, their head coach say anything. Uh, he didn't. He would at least expect he didn't say anything. Staff, yeah, to, to step in, be like, oh, you know, lay off on them a little bit. But didn't provide any of that. I don't know. So. I don't know. I, I see why coaches wouldn't just because they don't want to jeopardize their job with the front office who's already made a decision. Mm-hmm. But at some yeah. level, like, what... When like Jaws on Twitter constantly, man. Yeah, yeah, all the like, time for better or for worse. Desmond Bain, I, I think, is on Twitter, and Xavier Tillman, I'm pretty sure, is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, the only thing I've seen them make is some like kind of weird, almost backhanded comment about the Derrick Rose signing with like, I just wanted to have some player yeah. who can mentor our team on and off the court. 
And I was like, is that a dig at Brooks? Probably not, but it could be. Mm-hmm. I, could I be. think those are the two worst contracts by far. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, just since we're on the topic of it, I'll, I'll give you my other three that I don't him. like. Give them. Um, it'll be in a TikTok later, but if you don't have TikTok, I'm giving it to you now. I didn't like Max Struess. Again, four years, 64. It's a, a lot of money. Um, especially coming off of his finals performance, I I don't know why you would look at him and say he's that level of a player. He had a good playoff run. I won't take take that away from him, but mm-hmm. I question how much that actually had to do with the system. And, you know, we always talk about it, but the Miami Heat culture, yeah. how much he benef- benefited from it as opposed to, you know, who he is as a player. Um him getting that much money is crazy. He had two two nights in the finals where he put up donuts. He put up Nathan Mueller numbers in the stor- scoring stat sheet. And he's your starting shooting guard, dude, or forward, whatever you want to classify, or whatever he he's was uh, on the court. But forward, okay. But hundred or $64 million for that? It's a lot of money. I don't know. Especially for the Cavs, you got Mitchell, who's a bucket, Garland, who's a bucket, Mobley, who he can get buckets. Um, I don't really see the fit with with the Cavs and what he brings because it's not like he's a great defender, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see some level. So of I, I, I don't see, know. I, I questioned it. I see some level of fit with it, if not simply for Heat players provide great depth pieces on other teams. And mm-hmm. if you look at it's a lot of money. But if you look at the Cavs, specifically the Cavs, they have what, Chetty Osman as their sixth man, right? Chetty, Kira, yeah, Levert like that. is sometimes starting, so not even him. Like it's 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 not like they mm-hmm. have like incredible depth. And even if they depth. don't, even if if, if Struess comes in there as a starter, right? Struess isn't mm-hmm. bad at defense. Like he is a I would say he's a plus defender. I don't think he's like a, a great defender, but he's a he's mm-hmm. a good defender, and I'm okay with that. He also has the ability to hit threes, yeah. which I like. I don't know. It's yep. just it's not a bad signing in any way, except for sixty four million guaranteed. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I don't know. He doesn't provide. I mean, at the like end of the day, it does boil down awesome. to sixteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. it boils down to sixteen a year, but I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot I could of money just be for overreacting based off of a finals. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? Performances. So. Yeah. He was. He was pivotal. Pivot. He was very important to the Heat team. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, Nathan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My mouth's failing. Yeah, I got, you. I got you. No worries. Um. Was uh. Give me your next. Dual pod. Give me your next two. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna okay. let you run through it. Give me your next two bad ones. Right, I'm not gonna say good. anything. I. I also I also didn't like the Cam Johnson signing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's getting four year, one hundred and eight million dollars, which, like, he's a great player. He is, and uh, people were talking about him in the league getting about at max twenty million, but he's getting twenty seven million a year. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're the Nets, I you know you just traded for him. I get you probably won't, wouldn't want to lose him, but who else is bidding twenty five plus for? Cam Johnson. Uh, I don't see that huge of a market for him. He's a young player. He's great, great at basketball, obviously, but I don't know. I didn't like that one either. I think you have to look at it as a couple things on a Cam Johnson contract. 
Okay. First, he was restricted, so you're at the mercy of every other team mm-hmm. who needs to pay for a power forward, a 3 and D power forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also has been on the finals team, started, was was is, play, is extremely playable in the playoffs. Like, he's not a hindrance yeah. on that. So that's already a plus. And then you have to look at teams who may have been in the, in the market for a power forward. Chris Stops Porzingis opted in, traded to the Celtics. Draymond Green <clears throat> uh, re-signed. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant re-signed for 160. So you already have a crazy market on on older guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Kuzma re-signed suddenly for four years, 102 million dollars. Crazy market yep. on these on these older guys. With honestly, like Cam Johnson's probably better than a Jeremy Grant at this point. I I would prefer Cam Johnson on my team as opposed to Jeremy Grant. And then also would, Cam but... Johnson's younger than all of them. And then every mm-hmm. team that that is going to give him a contract knows there's about a 60% chance that they don't get him and that the other team's going to have to eat the contract. So mm-hmm. I, I think the reasoning behind it is to get in front of that curve and just be like, yeah. no, sit down. Like you're staying here. This is an overpay <laughs> for you. And no one else yeah. is going to talk to it because if you go talk to other teams, we're going to take this off the table and we're just going to match whatever they make, whatever they send. And then if you're Cam Johnson, you're like, well, obviously I'm just going to take the the above market payment. Yeah. And then the Nets are no, like, man, thank God we signed the best power forward on the market All right, like quickly. You you like Cam Johnson more than Porzingis? Uh, I don't like him more than Porzingis, but Porzingis was okay. already off the market and Cam Johnson isn't yeah. injury prone. Mm-hmm. And Cam Johnson's um, just a rebounder. on that Porzingis trade. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that for the Celtics. I do too. I just hate the Celtics. I, I was mad about it too because yeah, it's the Celtics, the rich getting richer type of deal. But uh, oh my gosh, that's gonna the Celtics another fun team to watch. I just I don't. It's not a fun team to watch because they're wearing Celtics green and it makes fun, me want to throw up. It'd be fun. It makes me want to vomit Tatum, everywhere. Brown, Porzingis. Horford. Is Marcus is Marcus Smart on the Grizzlies because of that trade? That's right. right? He's on the Grizzlies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So now oh my god, that was crazy. Yeah, 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 I completely forgot about yeah. that. How how do you feel about that uh, Smart going to the Grizzlies? Listen, I hate Marcus Smart, and it just gives me a new person to yeah. hate on on the Grizzlies. So I'm good with it. <laughs> Memphis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm now I'm now, now for some it. reason I'm fine with Dylan Brooks again. <laughs> I don't hate Dylan Brooks anymore. Then you're good graces. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Like, get your bag. Get your bag. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dylan. Yeah. Way to go, DB. Yeah. I'm like, that's the goat right there, uh, Dylan Brooks. <laughs> um, another piece uh, that got moved in there um, was Trey Jones. Yep. I really like him. He what is no, no, led no, no, the no. league? Tyus in, Jones. Tyus Jones. Or, Tyus Jones. Thank you. Thank you. Tyus Jones. Um, going to the Wizards, and Probably going under the radar just because you have bigger names like Porzingis and Marcus Smart, but uh, he's so good. What, his uh, so assist good. to turnover ratio has been the best in the league for four six, years or something like that. Six years. Six? Oh my gosh, even better. He turns so, the ball over like once every like 20, uh, 20 yeah. assists or something crazy. Look, mm-hmm. at, if you want to like and, blow and, your mind for how bad 2K is, simulate a season yeah. with, with Tyus Jones and look at his assists to turn, uh, look at his uh, turnovers in that season yeah. you simulated compared to every other year. Because he averaged like 0.8. I think his career high in turnovers is 0.8. Mm-hmm. That's I, crazy. I, it's, it's, it's unheard of. It's unheard of. Mm-hmm. And so Tyus Jones is mm-hmm. one of my favorite players in the NBA. So I'll probably cop a Tyus Jones Wizards jersey. 
I dig it. Yeah. And then, uh, sheesh, since we're talking about the Wizards now, uh, Jordan Poole going to the Wizards um, as what? Because he was, was he, he was traded over there, yeah? Yep, with the, uh, with the Chris Circa Paul the trade. Chris Paul. Yeah, with the Chris Paul trade. I like it. Good change of scenery for uh for pool. Yeah. And obviously they made their decision to keep Draymond yeah. um on the team and there it wasn't gonna work out again if Draymond and Poole were on the same same roster. And even Curry, there's snippets um going around when the news did break just about the visual frustration that he would have with Poole at times. Um, just with him being a young player, lack of experience, whatever you wanna um chalk it up to. What a yeah, talk it up too, but I, I like the look in in uh, Washington with Jones mm-hmm. joining him in the back uh, backcourt. But no, it'll be good. It'll be, good. It'll be su- a surprisingly good play-in team. I feel like next year, mm-hmm. it will be. But yeah, I think as far oh bad another bad contract. I love the player, so it really pains me to say this because mm-hmm. I love him so much. But Bruce Brown. <sighs> Bruce Brown, a, a, a Nuggets hero here in Denver. Turn on a radio show. They were drooling over the man during the whole final series, um, even during the regular season. He's a fan favorite. He really is. And it sucks because, you know, I'm here in Colorado, and I I do like him a lot. But he's getting $22.5 million. I'd pay that. Wow. I'd pay that in a heartbeat. Wow. That man's a game changer. And? He's from the University of Miami. The U! Oh, my goodness. You're too much. I don't know. Him and Lonnie Walker were dogs. A nice 15 mil, 15, like 17, right around there. I want to pay 25. 25. Yeah. I would have. If I was the Hornets, oh, yeah. 25 mil? Yeah, deal. If I'm the Pacers, 28 mil. Easy. I'm not even joking. I'm not uh, even kind of joking. I like you. I would 100 percent pay 25. I know you're not. Which makes it Bruce better. Brown. He's so good. Uh, He's so good. I do, uh, and I know I love him. I love him. But you also hope that when you give him that big contract, when you're not competing, that by the time you it. are competing, he's like, ah, let's give you a team friendly deal, 10 mil. Mm-hmm. You hope. You hope, but hey, even if you don't, but, you're still like, we got you, Bruce. Gave you 22 mil. That's a steal of a deal. I'm going to, when you posted on TikTok that that's one of your worst contracts, I'm going to post it as one of my best. <laughs> no. I'm going I'm to stitch it and be like, really? here's why you're wrong, <laughs> idiot. Uh, that's fair. You know what? I might not include them on the list just because of that. I'll, I'll play around with uh, the contracts that have been dished out and find others that I'm not fans of. Because at first, I did have Dante DiVincenzo, but I do like him a lot as a player, and he's going to be making like 12 mil, 12 and a half mil. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the 50 million a year over the next four, it, I think it really stresses you it, out. It's more, a long and then you're like, Wait a yeah, minute. then you divide it. Yeah. So at first, I was like, ah, but I think uh, he'll have a bigger role on the Knicks than what he did on the Warriors, obviously. So yeah, he's a great player. Villa, Villanova guys getting back yeah. together. Art Brunson and. Mr. Dante. Yeah. And Josh Hart. Uh, and Josh Hart. And Josh Hart. Okay, and Josh Hart. My bad. All three. My bad. All three Novas. My bad. Now they just all need Mikhail Bridges. They can have mm-hmm. a starting lineup of Nova players and they'd be goats. That'd actually be really cool. 
I won't even lie. And Mitchell um, Robinson still. As far as winners goes, who uh team or just player contracts? Who do you have? Uh, I don't really have a winner. Everyone makes me sad. The losers, the 76ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I, okay, so the actual winner is the Phoenix Suns. Um, they have killed yep. it. They have absolutely killed it. Uh, I remember I talked about hey, it. Hey, what did you. I tell you two weeks ago? Yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say? I w- bro, I was saying um, it was after the Beal deal, right? Beal deal. And we saw Booker, Beal, and then KD, and then Aiden still on the roster. I was like, you know what? There's there's going to be players that, that go there on nothing. You're like, what? why would they do that? Uh, okay, to be fair, summary. the players that they've signed were going to get nothing no matter where they went. They didn't choose nothing mm-hmm. because of that team. And I still think that... You like, don't think? No, no. They, cho- they chose that team because they were getting nothing everywhere, and they went, well, I'll go to the Suns because at least I'll have a chance to win a championship. Try and get a ring. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like they were getting like better offers from other teams and were like, nah, Suns on a one-year mm-hmm. minimum, like David Lee was doing with the Warriors. I, I know Eric Gordon. He had some uh, eyebrows in L.A., you know, yeah, about I mean, possibly he, going he there. He had some in LA. He had some in uh, Philadelphia too. But mm-hmm. and the then uh, Josh Okogie, I feel like he's a guy who, who definitely could have got more than two point three million. Who? Josh Okogie? Yeah, Okogie. My yeah. bad. No, I just didn't hear you. Um, I don't think so. Josh Okogie is not a, yeah. a a great think- basketball player. He's just like a good rotational piece, I guess. He wasn't getting more than that minimum deal. Best Okobie chance, hater. maybe he got like a four million. He could have gotten a four million if he held out to like this point, but mm-hmm. there's no guarantee. Yeah, Sons. I think That's the best, the tray. best, it is a great winner because they signed so many freaking people, dog. Like they signed mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Lee and Terrence Ross. Uh, resigned both of those, and then let me see what else they yep. signed. They signed uh, Kata Bates D up from the Spurs. He is a yep a great defensive power forward who can hit threes in 2K, which is about all I know mm-hmm. from watching him because I haven't watched a lot of Spurs <laughs> yeah, game. I just know I always get him in 2K because he's he can come in and just play mm-hmm. excellent defense. They signed Yuta Watanabe, one of my favorite players in the NBA. Yes. Um, I still think it's racist that the Nets never sold his jersey in the States. That is messed up. Yep. I would have caught that. I... I tried. I almost actually placed an order at NBA.UK because that's the only place that's I can awesome. find it. Um, and then they signed who else? They signed Josh Akogi and they signed someone else too. I feel, oh, uh, uh, Drew Eubanks from the Trailblazers. Yep. It's a bunch of players who weren't going to get deals, major deals, who weren't going to get probably above that minimum. I think Yuda is probably the only person who signed a deal with the Suns when he probably could have waited for a significantly higher deal. And I think that one I'm going to chalk up to Kevin Durant because they played together in Brooklyn mm. and Yuta likes Got Kevin. That Brooklyn connection. So I think it's that. Yep. Also, do you remember when, yep. when Kevin Durant went on record and was like, I'm playing with Bruce Brown. What do you expect from me? Now Bruce Brown's making 22 mil. Yeah, bro. Get out of here, Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Bruce Brown, DeAndre Jordan, and um, who was the other, the other Nets guy who kind of got – the ring of the mill for that. I'm trying I to think. Not remember. But he, all right, but yeah, definitely those two former, you know, Nets players that didn't pan out, 
in Brooklyn. Got the ship in Denver. I thought that was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That being said, um, I think the Suns are probably the biggest winner just from the names that they signed and how underrated a lot of them are. Like Drew Eubanks is not good, but he's solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not against I anything here. I would also like to float the Mavericks, Dallas Mavericks. Resign Kyrie, Dwight Powell, Seth Curry. Seth Curry is a good pickup. And he kind Dante of fell Exum. off last year. Dante Exum is not a good basketball player. We, I feel like we I, talked I about him, like, him in, right? I feel like we talked about yeah, him like we three did. weeks ago <laughs> for no reason, and now he's in the NBA again. Yeah, he, he made his return. But no, I I'm happy with uh, the offseason they had too. I, I'm not, but they are still looking to trade Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, Christian Woods, uh, good is gone, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping he signs with the Sixers. But now yep. I'm not because we have eight freaking centers, and none of them are Paul Reed is of this moment. <sighs> so okay. I, it's it's whatever. It's whatever. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I everyone makes me sad. I wish I the Kings. I like that the Kings re-signed Trey Lyles and Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. The, the Cavaliers have spent a lot of money. Too. So the Cavaliers have a good yeah. bench now with the Struce and George yeah. Niang. Uh, shout out Bang Bang Niang. We miss you. We love you. I'm sorry you're gone, but I'm so happy you're succeeding. Getting the minivan. Paid. He's like on a three-year $27 million deal. Um, mm-hmm. The Trailblazers also matched the contract. If, if the Mavericks had gotten the Matisse-Thibel deal that they offered, yeah. I would say they're a winner, but the Trailblazers matched it. Um, that's about all I got, honestly, for winners. I think the Warriors have made a, a curious offseason. I feel like Chris Paul is just the new D'Angelo Russell that they're going to hold for trade bait. Hmm. If, like, assuming they play out the season with Chris Paul on the roster, I, I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I, I like don't, it. I don't think they're going to. I think if they do that, it's a, it's a, it's an L. Unless mm-hmm. they win a chip. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, don't, agree. I don't know how I feel about uh, it. What about the Bucks? What about the Bucks? Resigning Middleton, getting both the Lopez brothers, and then Malik Beasley as well. It's a good offseason. Um, it's nothing special. I don't see, like, they didn't change their team that much from their team that lost in the first round. Yeah. I mean, you also, they also haven't changed I much since their championship. To, yeah, I also think injuries. Granted, Miami just manhandled them, even with everyone on the court. But yeah, Giannis matter. was dealing with something. Yeah, it just didn't matter, no matter what. Um, um, go ahead. It was inevitable. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Lakers? I was just gonna say my other winner is probably the Lakers. I enjoy Cam Reddish. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Torian Prince. I think it's a super underrated signing. Uh, I who else did they get? Yep. I'm 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 blanking. They got Reeves on this. Vincent. Gabe Vincent on a great deal for uh, to be a playoff starter. I think D'Angelo Russell's two-year yep. deal is awesome. I do think it's a player option on the second year. Um, and then I think mm-hmm. uh, Austin Reeves' contract, four years for $56 million, is a steal. Mm-hmm. I think they just scared yeah. off every other I, team by going, we're matching anything. I do not care what you offer. Mm-hmm. And then they went, yeah. all we can offer you is $56 million. And he went, <laughs> Lakers. Okay. Yeah, Lakers, LeBron, AD, we're running it back, baby. He goes, I'm him, yeah. and LeBron goes, I, I guess, yeah, yeah, man. He's like, I bet that's in his contract somewhere. He's like, you all have to call me him. Missy. Imagine like LeBron James walks up to you, and you're like, he's like, you're him. I'd be like, okay. Oh, wow. 
circling back to the Mavericks, they also added Grant Williams. As That's part right. Of that. That's right. They added Grant Williams. I don't think that's super. Uh, yeah. I like, I like it. That. It's a good I like addition. Grant. I still don't think they're a winner. Like, they haven't done anything okay. to make me think that, like, again, if they had gotten Thibel, they're, like, the worst defensive team in the league. And I don't know mm-hmm. how much I'm set on this Luka Kyrie backcourt, as, as cool as it is, and as, as okay. much as I like both the players as individuals, I don't know how much I'm set on it. So that's a big thing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the biz- they're not losers by any chance, but they're not winners yet. They're just there. I okay. Need, I need more defense. And on then, that yeah, that is fair. Yeah, it's definitely something that cost them down the line, yeah. which probably is why they said, you know what? Eh, we'll see what we can get in uh, the draft lotto yeah. type of deal. So it does make sense, but um, another team here for you, the Celtics. They also didn't do anything in the draft lotto. I'm sorry. They traded the 10th pick okay. to dump a player yeah. and then use that trade exception to get back into a late first round. It was really dumb. I hate that. I hate I hate it. Oh. What the hell, Mark? Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. That being said, uh, what would you say? The Celtics? Yeah, Celtics. Losers, as always. Okay. What are you going to do? Pay, pay $300 million to Tatum and Brown? Good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck building around that. $600 million to, like, to two guys is crazy. Yeah. No, it really is. It's insane. It really is. Like, Kristaps, again, I am still happy about the Kristaps going to the too. Celtics because I think it'll look it. nice. But other than that, outside of, you know, that trade, you lose Marcus Smart, who, great locker room piece, great defender. As a as a point guard and in a league where there's so many terrific point guards, kind of need that. Mm-hmm. Um, Brogdon, he's battling injuries, which is why that first trade didn't go through. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Brogdon's always battling injuries, though. Mm-hmm. It, it's just confusing to me. I don't understand the Celtics team. I think every year we want to call them a winner, and they just they don't do anything. Actually, like it's just like like mm-hmm. oh the Celtics sign. I'm I'm Bill Russell right now. The Celtics signed Blake Griffin. He, he's an ex All Star. He's gonna be, <laughs> he's gonna lead us to a championship. He's gonna bring that uh, better presence. It's gonna be so important. Top twenty seven moment in NBA history. Get out of here. That Bill was a Russell. good comp. Get I like here. that. Who did I say? Who did I say I was? Did I say I'm Bill Russell. I meant Bill Simmons. Bill Russell. Bill Simmons. Yeah. Bill Simmons. No, I, I got you. I got you. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to talk talk bad on Bill Russell, the obvious goat because yeah. he has eleven championships. Get out of here, everyone else. That was fair. That was fair. Follow, follow suit in the championship order. But, um, yeah, I think those are all the teams that were kind of on my radar. I already mentioned the Rockets. I do like them. Mm-hmm. The Fred mm-hmm. Van Bleet signing was really good. I do like the veteran locker room presence of Jeff, Jeff Green coming off of a championship. I think that will also help. Um, yeah. Other than that, everyone else, you mm-hmm. suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, I think we should run to – run through these these last four things because it's super short. Okay. I first want to say John Collins went to the Jazz. Yes, he did. Disgusting. Do you want to talk about it? Um, I wanted to say the Jazz as, as another winner. Um, I think for what they've not lost, really, and been able to retain and bring in. So they did re-sign Clarkson, who... I genuinely thought he was going to be gone. I did too. But did too. they came to a agreement there, so that's a win. And John Collins, obviously another great uh, 
offseason addition. Guy who's been on the radar for a while, even when D. Mitch and Rudy Gobert were still on the roster. Um, so it's kind of cool. They finally got the guy that they've been looking at for years now. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be a good fit with Markinen, Collins, Kessler. I do too. I think the the worst part about the John Collins trade is we're not going to see mm-hmm. as much Taylor Hendricks. And I think that's the yeah. only, that's the only negative to that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. everything else is just a positive. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Yeah, I mean, Jazz I think had a really good draft, but they did. Right. They had a great we already draft. Talked about that. Had a great draft. Uh, I like mm-hmm. the Jazz a lot coming into the season. Actually, I think they're a play-in team. Optimistic. Optimistic. I yeah. hope you guys lose every game and get the fifth pick. That's rude. Yeah, but that then with rude. the fifth pick, you guys draft Brownie. Okay, then we'll just draft Brownie. Yeah, yeah there we go. Get LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> All comes full circle. Perfect. And then LeBron's like, actually, I don't want to play in Utah. Jazz, with, yeah, I was going to say, Brownie in a Jazz jersey. That just doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't, but it'd be cool, actually. I'd be kind of with it. It would be cool. I'd, I'd probably I'd like probably get a, a Brownie and a... I would I would be happy to get the opposite of whatever you if you got a brawny jersey, I would get a bronze jersey mm-hmm. and then we could we could rock them together at the game. Okay. The James gang. Yeah. James gang. And then Kira will get her a Bryce James like peach uh peach mm. jersey and she'll just be like sitting mm-hmm. two rows down from us. We're like, you're not in the NBA. <laughs> Perfect. That's everything. Storybook. Yeah. That's John Collins though. Uh, yeah. I think he's garbage. I despise John Collins, but just as a player, not mm-hmm. as a human. A lot of this hates yeah, a lot of this hate is coming from Hawks uh, Sixers series. He just wore that ago. stupid just shirt so, with just so our on fans it, his dunk on it. No. Oh. Yeah, put him on a t-shirt. Yeah, if this is the first episode you've listened to, um, I'm a Sixers fan, and I let that guide my every thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said. First thing he thinks about. Speaking of Sixers fan and every thought being guided by it, James Harden has demanded a trade. Ooh. Great job. Yeah, thank you. It was a good, it was a good yes, one. Yeah. That being said, it was uh-huh. evil because James Harden, why are you doing this to me? I bought your jersey like the day you got traded, dog. Like, yeah, I have your jersey yep. before I have a Joel and B jersey, dog. You could have just chilled here. Yeah, could have just chilled here for like the next four years. I wouldn't even care if we wouldn't have won. I just would have been happy to have James Harden. But now you're gonna leave us, and there's no mm-hmm. way like Darren Warrior's gonna be able to turn like crap into gold again because he already did that with the Ben Simmons trade for James Harden. So like what? Yep. What 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 is there to do? You know. I don't know. I also like trying to think of suitors for him. Mm-hmm. Where where's he going? Clippers, Knicks, one of those two probably. Phoenix maybe. Phoenix probably not so okay. much now. Phoenix. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Phoenix, connections to Phoenix for sure. Okay. Hmm. Um, I'm I'm guessing he's gonna end up in the Clipper in a Clippers jersey. Um, I would personally. Mm-hmm. Love and everyone okay. calls me stupid and crazy for this one, but I would love for him to end up in a Knicks jersey and us to have RJ Barrett. Hmm. Okay. I want RJ Barrett okay. on the Sixers so bad. I I was texting one of you my You are buddies. a big RJ fan. I was like, RJ's mm-hmm. got that dog in him, and he responded with maybe a poodle. And I was like, you know what? Get out of here. <laughs> I was like, RJ's maybe a that chihuahua. dog. Like RJ's <laughs> there. He's got it. He's gonna be great. Give him a awesome. chance to be with Joel and Tyrese and then Zion would come eventually, and it'd be great. I think there's a little bit of a wishful thinking that is playing into this. But I'll let you have it. I don't know. I think I would enjoy seeing uh, if if they could make it work, Harden and Paul George. 
a swap there? Oh, no. no, no, no. It wouldn't even be that. If he ends up with the Clippers, Paul George and Kawhi are staying. It's already... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it'd be like... Yeah, you know, it'd be like... We get, like, Norman Powell, Robert Covington. Yeah, you know what? That that scra- uh, scratches the, the Clippers out for me. Yeah. Man, Knicks might be the option, then. Harden to the Knicks for R.J. Barrett. Uh, I don't think the Harden... First. So, the Knicks came out early, and so they had interest. But I think the interest uh-huh. was in assuming that a Paul George trade was happening. And they were like, we want Paul George, and James Harden goes to the Clippers, and then R.J. Barrett ends up on the Sixers, which I would still... Like, imagine R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel, quickly, and... He'll be happy. Like, I was going to say Obi Toppin, but they traded him to the Pacers. Pacers are winning this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved that. I would have loved to see um, mm-hmm. a little a little R.J. Mostly, I would love to see also a quickly Tyrese Maxey backcourt reunion, because they were teammates at Kentucky. Okay. Drafted in the same draft. So I think that would be sick. I dig it. Um, yeah, that's about what I got. That being said, James Harden probably should have been traded, or Ben Simmons probably should have been traded to the Kings for Tyrese Halliburton. Ooh. That's what it, that's what the trade was originally. We went with this one instead. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it hurts every time you think about it. Oh, that would have been nice. That would have been so nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Halliburton is that guy. Mm-hmm. He is that guy. All star. Yeah. The goat. Pacer goat. That's still Reggie. That's still Reggie. Reggie Miller. That's still yeah. Reggie and still PG thirteen, honestly. Yeah, PG thirteen. Who? Oh my god. PG thirteen on the Pacers those days. Incredible. Unstoppable. Okay. Quick note on that because he was actually a lot of players um like icon or um what do you call it? Like role model? Yeah. Or someone they looked up to or tried to model their game. A lot of the, the draftees in this year's class um, had PG as a guy they yeah. try to model their game after. Didn't Brandon Miller more, say more he was like, the GOAT? Quote unquote, yeah. Yeah. Famously, uh, Brandon Miller said, oh, yeah, PG 13's my GOAT. But it was cool to see the younger generation. I say younger as if they're not like Older a than, year or two young, younger, younger than, than us. us. Yeah, but like it's cool to see them kind of point to a guy in Paul George who I feel like he doesn't get enough love. He doesn't. He doesn't. Everything he Absolutely. has done. But yeah. I remember in 2017, I had a, a Cavaliers rebuild where I re signed LeBron under the promise that I would trade for Paul George. And I traded for Paul George and we won like two more championships for Cleveland. I bet. Yeah. He's that guy. He was that guy. I love Paul George. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you call it? The other guy who uh, has kind of been in I Don't Want to Be Here talks, oh, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is holding the Trailblazers hostage, and it was fine when he was wanting to play for them. Completely different thing where it was just like, Dame, the most loyal guy ever. Like, we love Dame for being loyal. Now is demanding a trade to one team. To one team. Like, you mm-hmm. should have just left in free agency if you were going to do this, right? Like, that's it. Like, you don't have to, like, you cashed in and then went, I'm leaving. Bye. Mm-hmm. And he's so, like, playful with, like, like the song, like, the Will Smith song Miami came on on his IG Live. And he's like, no, it was just a coincidence. I don't want to, yeah. like, only play in Miami. And it's just coming out, like, <laughs> he only yeah. wants to play in Miami, nowhere else. Hours later. He's like, yeah. if it, like, it's come out from his camp. That, like, if he gets traded anywhere else, he won't, like, play for them. Mm-hmm. He won't report, like. 
I am so um, stressed about this Damian Lillard trade not being to freaking Philadelphia that I'm definitely taking it somewhat personal. But also, like, mm-hmm. uh, you can't demand a trade to one team. That's not how it works. And if they don't find a, mm-hmm. a team, like, this is where player empowerment's gotten too. I said this with the Ben Simmons things too. It's where it's gotten mm-hmm. too strong where players can go, I'm just not going to pay. You're still going to have to pay me. Dog. Mm-hmm. You don't always just get to pick and choose where you play. And when you had the chance to, you instead, like, cashed in. Yeah. I, it's just I do, it's frustrating. I do have a question, a clarifying question. So before um, we got to where we are right here, you said he held them hostage when he was on the team. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that? I, I More that the Trailblazers with Damian Lillard committed to playing in Portland could never rebuild. They could never make moves just as an organization. They had to be an organization where, hey, Dame, we're going to trade CJ. That okay? Dame, we're going to we're gonna mm-hmm. trade for Jeremy Grant. That cool? And then finally this year is like the one time that they were like, no, we're not consulting Dame. We're just going to take Scoot Henderson because he could be generational. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, I understand you haven't won anything. Like you've been to what one Western conference finals. You've had zero all-star teammates. And mm-hmm. it's gotta be frustrating on some level, but also I know for a fact they're consulting him on every single one of these trades. And like, you guys didn't put together the package for Ben Simmons. You guys didn't do the things like that. He, I, it's just because the trailblazers were held, like, had Dame and Dame was so willing to play and keep playing for them. They could never do a rebuild. Ever. And it's just held the it's held the team back. I appreciate that. Um, I, I, I'm going with a different approach. Um I, I'm not mad at it. I really am. I'm not. Um mainly because, you know, you did just lay out all that stuff. They traded CJ, traded for Grant. Um, they couldn't really make a lot of the other, you know, quote unquote rebuilding moves that other organizations have but it's because you have you know a top 10 player mm-hmm. on your roster that mm-hmm. up until this year has been very verbally you know committed to the team yeah. committed to the, the community like without dame those 11 years oh my gosh they, mm-hmm. we would have been looking at portland as what the hornets are it, pretty it much been a like as a Absolutely. organizational cop yeah no, they they would have been a bottom feeder, and he has given, you know, I think a lot of leeway with the organization um, by letting them try and go through some of these growing pains with the younger star or younger players they draft with a uh, sharp uh, Simmons Simons, my bad. And um, this year, earlier this year, he's like, I I don't want any new young players to be drafted like I'm so tired of he didn't say I'm so tired of it but he's like Mm -hmm. it's not gonna get me to where I want to be you know and at the end of the day he does want to win a championship um yeah every player does absolutely um I know I think just because of the time he has put in the commitment he hasn't said one bad thing about the Portland organization he's been radio silence as far as you know trade talks and all that up until you know this point I think that's it's admirable. It's and definitely it's definitely admirable. Because of that, because of that, uh, I'm not mad that if he has one place he wants to go after giving 
11 years of service, putting the team quite literally on his back for all 11 years. Why not just give him what he wants? Yeah, but at the same time, if you're asking, because what jumpstarts a rebuild when you have to trade a star player? Draft assets and young players. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many picks the Heat can trade? He got nothing. The Heat trade can trade a 20, so he's a got to throw in another. Mm-hmm. They can throw in a 2030 pick. Do you know what young players they have to trade? Jaime Hawkes and Tyler Hero, who's already on a max. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Like Jovic, Nikola Jovic as well. Do you see though? So like it would have to, it's going to be a three team trade regardless. Mm-hmm. So Hero again shipped out to wherever uh, that third team is. And then the third team sending picks to. How many, picks, how many picks are you going to give for Tyler Hero, though? Man, I'd say at least three. Maybe two? There's someone out there who's going to give three. Maybe two? Bro, I wouldn't be... Two or three. I think that's good, though. I think with the but new CBA... I mean, CBA, where, where it stands right now? I think yeah. with the new CBA, it's two... They're not going to trade picks like that anymore. And so he's demanding mm-hmm. his trade after the CBA. Listen, I have no problem with anything Damian Lillard has done up until this trade demand. Like, being on the team and just being willing to, like, play with those younger guys or play with those bad teams and, like, put them on their back, super admirable. And I have nothing but respect for Dame. But this specific action of going, uh, no, I'm going to re-sign with the Trailblazers free agency for this max contract. And then I'm going to demand a trade because they can offer me the most money. But then I'm not going to give them the chance to actually have a full rebuild because they've already traded some of their picks away for Dame to keep him here. And then on top of that, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, you're, you're condemning a, a team and a fan base to irrelevance without the chance to get better by saying, I only trade me. To I don't know team. about irrelevance because they did just get Scoot Henderson. Yeah, but you it's, know, it's he's one guy. A I mean, generational seen that. talent. If you if he's not a sharp has good upside. He has good upside. If Scoot was a generational talent, Brandon Miller wouldn't have gone second, you know? I think the Hornets are just dumb. I also <laughs> think the Hornets are dumb. But there are other teams like, yeah, I would take Miller over Scoot. Like that's that that there were arguments to be made for that. But no one was like, mm-hmm. we'll take Scoot or Brandon over Victor, right? Because Victor's a generational talent. Mm-hmm. I think I think Scoot is a very top tier talent with high potential. I think generational talents have to have unlimited uh, generational talents. Like as many times as we've had like a number one overall pick that is like consensus. Like yeah, I don't know. Counting on one hand. Yeah, like we've had like Zion, who's who's trying to be traded for nothing at this point. Honestly, just to get out their contract. Mm-hmm. You have Victor. You have LeBron, you have Markel. Two of those, one of those players is a rookie. One of those players is the GOAT. And two of those players aren't really like superstar level. Or if they are, they play like 40 to 20 to 30 to zero games a year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tatum wasn't even like that group because Markel was viewed as the obvious slam dunk number one prospect thing about the successful number one overall picks like Anthony Edwards he was argued about with LaMelo Ball and James Wiseman man like 
there's like the slam dunk prospects, the absolute generational ones are few and far between. And even they aren't slam dunks. Like it's crazy. Like the last time you remember when Jaleel Okafor was supposed to be the first overall pick over Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. You remember when, who's that? Who's, who's the, the bum who went to the Cavs? Andrew uh, Bennett. <laughs> Anthony Bennett. Anthony yeah. Bennett. Like it's, it's seriously like, you are handicapping this team at such an extreme level by going, I only want to go to this team with no picks and two, realistically two young players, neither of which have star potential with Jaime or Nikolajovic, and one guy who maxes out like an 87 and his prime in 2K, you know, with Tyler Hero, who's already mm-hmm. on a max. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not, it, it's not, like I, it's also I saw someone arguing about this, and it, they made a lot of good points. Pro Dame side, uh, it was my buddy Andy said that. Basically, if when since when should we take the side of the organization over the player? And that's a very good point. That like obviously the player should just have the freedom to be who he wants to be. But mm-hmm. he should, like. When was the last time that a player gave a list of teams he wants to play for and it was one team with no assets? One team can't think of any. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's even like even players who are fantastic who want to go to one team, they do it in free agency. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, I mean, LeBron James to the Heat waited for free agency. And then still it was a signing trade to get them draft picks. From the heat, oddly enough. So that way they could, you know, recuperate that and build up. Mm-hmm. It's just a certain level of like, dang, dude, like you are you are single-handedly destroying tra- trade packages for you. Because instead of getting a dollar for a dollar on your exchange or even like potential for a dollar twenty-five on your dollar exchange or a potential for 90 cents, you are going, I want that team. They can only offer 60 cents on the dollar. Do, do it. You know? I'm also, like, I'm just thinking, again, to the 11 years of loyalty he mm-hmm. has had to the organization. I'm not, I'm not going to throw that out because of the one team he wants to go to. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm just not going to put that on the back seat. And, again, the whatever third team comes in, the Trailblazers are going to get those picks. Trailblazers, what, they still have their own picks, right? They have, they have most of them. So even if, yeah, even if they are bad, they'll still be in a good position come uh, draft time to get decent players at the very least to, to help fill out their roster, players. build to whatever they want. And then, I don't know. I don't know, man. With uh, Dame signing, re-signing for his max, that was last offseason, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Dame went into this year, this offseason with – that idea of like, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. if we don't accomplish what my goals are or whatever, I don't think he had that, that hindsight of I'm going to leave yeah. uh, the next off season. Like when he signed it, I fully believe that Damian Lillard had the intention of playing out those, those years on his contract. Cause that's what the precedent, you know, yeah. has shown us. Yeah. So I think yeah, I'm happy for him. And we're going to disagree on this one, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that, you know, he did try to write it, write it out. And he's 
32 years old, probably seeing a little bit of uh, the light at the end of the tunnel as, as far as his NBA career goes. So he wants to get an out, and if he, if he feels like the Miami Heat give him the best chance to do that, then he's just putting himself first as mm-hmm. opposed to the organization for, you know, better half of a decade. So I absolutely agree. And you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, whether we agree or disagree on this, mm-hmm. we're still. But I, I got to say, I got to say, you you did talk about the player empowerment aspect. I think only NBA players with the level of cachet uh, and stardom that Damian Lillard does have should be able to have this kind of power and sway. Like Ben Simmons, you brought that up. Mm-hmm. No way in hell Ben Simmons should have had the amount of power that I, I don't know if that'll get us flagged. Really? What? I, I see it on TV all the time. All right. I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. We're now <laughs> anyway, a PG-13 like, episode. Guys like Ben Simmons, PG-13 episode. I, I don't think uh, like guys like Ben Simmons should have the cachet and yeah, sway to I agree. I agree. dictate trade. Like Dane, Steph Curry, LeBron James, like the top 10 players in, in the league, top mm-hmm. five even. Mm-hmm. It just, I'm it, okay I, with having that. I don't think I'm a, I'm upset with Dame. I think I'm just upset with the precedent mm-hmm. of going, I want to play for this team mm-hmm. and it not be your free agency. That's fair. Because we have seen it a lot, like just player movement, star movement with, mm-hmm. I want to say ultimatums, but ultimatums. And it doesn't, like you said, doesn't make it better that it's only one team on the list. So, yeah. I, At the end of the day, though, uh, I think we both agree that Dame had a fantastic career in Portland and he was the embodiment of loyalty. Yeah, going to get a statue. I honestly don't know. You don't think? I it you got Bill Walton and Damian Lillard, dude. Uh, that's fair. Okay, it is Portland. I was thinking like how Toronto doesn't really have anything super honoring of Vince Carter because of how he left. Yeah. But yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. But Trey, I think at the end of the day, we we've talked about the game a lot. What will bring us together this off season, early NBA season, mm-hmm. is NBA two K. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And September especially 17th. how it's cross-gen now. Woo, cross-gen mm, 2K. I can't wait. It's going to be great. It's uh-huh. going to be great. We had, it will um, be. I'm so excited. We had a, a save together where we had a 16-game season where we built a team and then player locked. Yep. And I locked yep. on. I was a player lock Matisse Thibel, averaging, averaging 20, yep. and he was a player lock Kevin Herter, averaging mm-hmm. like 45. Mm-hmm. That was such a goofy team, dude. It was, it was so much fun, though. It was uh, our swag team, right? Yeah, swag team. Let's see <laughs> and Kevin Herter. Swag. Yeah. Epitome of swag in right the there. NBA. <laughs> it was good, though. But I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. I hope what? they uh, fix their shooting mechanics, though. Agreed. Yeah. That being said, Nathan, I think, it, I think it's been real. It's been fun. And it's been real fun. Indeed it has. I hope you all enjoyed this Deuces. this hour and a half long episode. Hour and a half, but it was worth it. We needed it. It was good. We had to make up for last time. So next episode that comes out, mm-hmm. this will come out on the 10th. And then yep. the next episode that comes out will come out on the 19th. So don't wait around for the the, the 12th episode. We'll be back onto a regular mm-hmm. schedule on the back 19th. Back to be there. And then we'll see about a regular schedule after that. Because that, the week after that is the week I'm moving to Virginia. Mm-hmm. So we'll and see. then the first week of August, getting married. 
Yeah, it's uh mm-hmm. it's the it's mm-hmm. the wedding episode then. Wedding episode indeed. Yeah, I'll try to bring on like yeah, all the podcast like equipment and just see if they let me just carry it on. <laughs> that is fair. Well, you might not have to because it's uh record on that Tuesday, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in one two. Oh, we're fine. We're, we're fine. doing it. We're chilling. Yeah. We're doing it. Making that being it said, deal. Deuces. Deuces.